Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Celebrate You, the podcast. And happy Valentine's! Happy Valentine's! Happy Valentine's! <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're having an amazing week, and today, of course, it's like Valentine's week. So we're having a very special episode on conscious relationships. So we have Elephant Field as our guests today. Also, it's the first time that we have like a couple coming to the show. So that's amazing. Uh, so Elephant Field, they are the co-founders of Co-Alignment, that is a beautiful commu uh, community of spiritual people. And they are also, uh, they run meditations, but they are a meditation band, e.g. music and everything. Like if we tell you behind the scenes, <laughs> we were just we were just doing a little bit of jamming before we got started. <laughs> but over to you, uh, Phil and Ellie. Welcome to the show. Ah, uh, thank you so much, Monica. Amazing, amazing. Thank you for inviting us. It's really amazing to be here. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. Okay, so it's Valentine's week. There is. It's beautiful and at the same time it is challenging you know there's like all these emotions around valentine's there is some who are happily in a relationship others that are in, not in a relationship but they are happy others not in a relationship but they are unhappy and there's also the ones who are in a relationship and they are unhappy Right. So relationships, it covers basically all of us, regardless of our relationship status. And I think relationships impact all of our, the areas of our lives. That's why this is such an important topic. It's so true. Yeah. Before we go into the topic as such, like you guys have a very interesting story on how you met and how you became a couple. Can we start with that? Yes. yes, we can. Would you like me to tell? Okay, so yeah, we met in a learning platform called Mindvalley and we were both uh, students of the Mindvalley as the pandemic started. And in the summer of 2020, that was um, the time that there was a beautiful online event, like a online university, kind of online conference, I would say. And we were there just really enjoying that, really um, meeting with the people from the community and really connecting with the community. And connecting with that community, um, we also connected with each other because we saw the energy of that community and we were both like separately thinking, oh my God, I should do this, uh, do something for this community and decided to create some meditation and Phil did the same and I did the same and we attended to each other's events meanwhile. And after that, we were like, you want to do meditations. I want to do meditations. Why don't we just do something together? Then this happened. This was uh, the time that yeah, it was just August 2020 and I was living in Germany, Munich, and he was living in Netherlands. And then we decided to just 
do some meditations and hold space for the community. And we started to do this together. And as we did that, our community grew and our connection also grew. And it became a very deep connection, like a very beautiful friendship. And then it was like more than a friendship. It was feeling like this is really special. I really felt like, oh my God, I felt like I found my best friend. And also I felt, yeah, <laughs> I also felt like, oh my God, this is a really special connection. I really felt that. And by a few months past, we felt like really need to connect in person. Yeah, you want to say something? Yes, I want to say, I want to add something. Because uh, it was never intended as a, as a love relationship yeah. at first. Yeah. We were just doing these pro that project together that happened spontaneously with the meditations, but more and more like we like the first conversation immediately was very deep, and after that we just started to share, um, yeah, our deep stuff. You know what you normally only in your journal would share, which mm -hmm. is very personal, and it felt just so like a yes. It d didn't feel very good, which was for me very weird. And at one point I was like wow, who is this girl, you know? And I was I was going, I was living in Malta at the time. And I was really like, who is this person? Who is this girl? Like, like I need to meet her in person. I don't like internet dating. <laughs> and I want to know, I want to know if she's a good fit. You know, I want to know yeah. who is this? What of is the course, chemistry? like the real, real human, not just a computer human. Right, right. And we were at one point, we were constantly hugging our Zoom screens like, oh, come here. And we were <laughs> hugging our Zoom screens. But at one point, that's just not viable anymore. You know, a Zoom screen is just this flat laptop screen that sometimes almost breaks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at one point we couldn't hold it anymore. And I went, we went to me, I went to München to pick her up. And then we both a couple of days later took a plane to Spain to check out what this relationship really was so yeah 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 and from that day we just started to live in different countries and traveling based on our intuition building our community building our business building our meditation band yes. lastly as we feel it is what we do mm -hmm. so this is the story in a nutshell amazing and then it's so beautiful like to talk about relationships when it's coming not from a professional who professional in the area of relationships who has a bad relationship, but it's more of it's great when it's coming from someone who's knowledgeable on the topic and lives the talk as well, like walks the talk rather than just like blah 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 blah. So let's start with conscious relationships. What do we mean with that? Yes. For me, I, I think a conscious relationship is is a relationship where you both acknowledge you're a human being. You're both acknowledge you're an unfolding. You're changing all the time. It's not that you you will never have that conversation like, oh, the man I married 20 years ago, oof, he's not that anymore. No, it's an unfolding. <laughs> yeah. You know, and but it's a constant sharing, a constant open. You're right. A constant changing, a constant opening, and and constantly growing 
together, acknowledging together, finding out new sides of each other and of yourself, finding out deep wounds of each other and of each and and of ourselves, and just openly talk about it. I think that's that's a conscious relationship, and and, and both both grow through that. And uh, yeah, that's my definition. What's yours? Yeah, for me, conscious relationship is the reflection of your connection to yourself consciously. Mm. So when you're really deeply connected to yourself consciously and putting a fort, bringing your awareness to your relationship with yourself, then you feel totally complete. You feel unconditional love and compassion towards yourself and towards others. And it is reflecting to your relationships. And also, of course, first of all, to your love relationship. This is what conscious relationship for me. You both said two points that I want to expand on, but I'll start with Ellie. Yes, please. You mentioned it is about being conscious about the relationship with yourself. Yes. Basically. Can you expand what does that mean? Yes, definitely. Um, being conscious in your relationship with yourself means that being really aware of your emotions, being really aware what you're feeling, what are your reactions, what are your shadows, what are your um, the things that are limiting you, what are your limited beliefs that are limiting you, what are the trapped emotions uh, that you are feeling since maybe so long time and they are in loop and you just don't notice that loop. But once you notice those looping emotionship, emotionship whoa, I made a word. <laughs> <laughs> Once you notice those looping emotions, you just, you can just stop them because you can see through them. What is the, the root of this? And when you see the root of this, you can just give love to that. You can do a lot of forgiveness work towards yourself, towards others, because I think becoming conscious, uh, for the self-relationship is really a lot about forgiving ourselves and forgiving others and also as i said really being aware of our emotions our reactions our shadows how and doing the work <laughs> doing yes, the work, yes, doing the work. <laughs> yes how do we forgive ourselves it's very easy to say it or write it on an insta post forgive yourself Yes, yes. How? How have you forgiven yourself? I think the best way to forgive ourselves is to know that, to see through oneself, to see that we are really pure and we are actually made of divine. We are an infinite being and we came here to experience. So all of our experiences are just for us to become and nothing else not become a better self or not become a, another thing just to remember just to remember who we are and all of the experiences are really needed 
Sometimes we see it immediately, sometimes we cannot see it immediately. But all the experiences that we experience are really needed just to trust that, trust the divine, trust the universe that it is all needed and it is just here for us. And when we see it through this um, perception, it is easy to understand that because forgiveness for me is really um, related with understanding. So when we understand, we don't have to agree with that, but we can see the different perception without being triggered. So when we do that, we are free from it. So it is not a burden in our shoulders or it is not a, mm, something that is challenging us or triggering us. That is isn't, such a beautiful... Isn't she crazy wise? Isn't she crazy wise? <laughs> <laughs> she is. She is. Um, so let me build on that because like what you said, it's like very powerful because exactly we use the word forgive yourself but then you mentioned everything is an experience and by forgiving ourselves basically we're changing perception if i bring this to life actually you put words to something that i experienced let's say that many of us we have this thing in our head that it's oh i should have had oh why did i oh why did i oh it's been many years haven't changed you know like that thing and then, at least for me, it was the moment where I was like, actually, it's been like this because like, that's what my soul wanted all this time. That's what I wanted to experience all this time. And once you accept that that's what you wanted to experience all this time, then you release all the judgment. And like you say, it's just a change of perception. And then you're like, oh, Oh, I'm the one putting myself pressure on myself. <laughs> that's it. Absolutely. That's when the magic happens because like there's a transformation of releasing all that negative energy basically towards you. Yes, 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 definitely. Yeah. You know, all the experiences we are having are kind of layers on us and with the, with the, conditions of the world that we are coming it is like a lot of social coding on us a lot of pressure and i think forgiveness is like that peeling these layers and as we peel the layers we are not becoming something else that than we are we are just peeling all of those layers just to see the core just to feel the core and when we are in alignment with that core then we forgive automatically it becomes easier and easier as we do it as we practice it and as we um, tap into our core i think then it is really just very stable very grounded in our heart and our heart is very strong then it is very easy to connect with such an energy because we are radiating that heart energy yes so i think this is really really base of everything because it is our self-love and it is reflecting in everything in our life it does it does it's like you can tell like oh it's so interesting like now that we're wearing masks before because of covid like i've had comments from people saying oh i can see that you're happy and you know like i'm wearing a, a mask so people don't see that you're smiling but it's like people can see it in your eyes like they can see it in the yeah just like 
the vibe that you have, the body language, everything, even though they are not seeing half of the facial expressions. And that's what you mean with self-love just irradiates everywhere. Yes, 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 so, yes, definitely. Let's come to that in a second. I want to go back to field and your definition of conscious relationships. You use the words wound getting to know each other yeah and ah. exploring and understanding your wounds mm -hmm. what does yes. that mean yes um i think we there is a very over i don't know if it's in every culture but i, I know in some culture there's a very twisted mindset about relationship and, and romantics and they can put the other person on a pedestal for whatever reason um, but if we're really honest everyone you know everyone has some experiences in their youth in their childhood or in their previous relationships that are just nasty and and hurt us uh, or stabbed us or in some way wounded us or crippled us you know like like these things happen and i haven't met a person yet who didn't have those so yeah. right and actually it's really beautiful it's what it what makes us beautiful but we are so conditioned to hold that back and to be this perfect self or to be this perfect uh, boyfriend or girlfriend or employee or whatever you know but but it's you get in a whole nother level of conversations when you immediately acknowledge that we all have this you know and it actually it is very freeing to have a space where we can talk about this so the wound what i mean with that is all the emotional or psychological scars that you may have um run upon from your birth until right now and um and and that's something that uh in some relationship will always be hold, held back and i knew when i stepped into this relationship intuitively i knew okay this is gonna make me 100 open up i had one Uh, before I met Alif, I had one other conscious relationship, which was amazing. Also lasted for two years. It was very open, but I knew I was still holding back. There was still this 20% I didn't want to share. I didn't feel like sharing, you know, so I, it, I already came from 80% open in a way, which was, was better than, I don't know, <laughs> 10 years ago where I was just really, really closed, but I knew I needed to open up to my deepest self. Uh, and and express that to her i knew i knew that and i was very scared of that that is not a but i knew i, w I it was a yes for me because i i wanted to grow into this so yeah that's the wound everyone has them uh yes. even though you think you or you pretend you don't i i know you have them <laughs> we, we all so, have them i have yes. them you have them yes. right also, and anyone who's listening we all have right and, and and exploring those right and and knowing for example that if someone is triggered it's almost never because of you but it's because of their wound that you pushed <laughs> so it's just like you with something you did you just pushed something that was already building up and for a long time inside of them and then you push it and it comes out 
so almost almost every time sometimes of course sometimes it doesn't happen to us too and we're getting involved into the story but most of the time when some one of us is triggered the other one stays super calm and we explore why you got triggered you know and then all of a sudden it is not that anymore about the situation but it's because our dad didn't give us love when we really needed love when we were five or something you know so and all of a sudden you go from oh and i don't feel loved blah 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 and because the other knows ah this is probably a wound i will just stay calm right yeah you so when the trigger happens and you know that the trigger is not something that literally just existed and came out of the blue but actually is something that is buried and and that's referring to that wound if you know that instead of reacting on the trigger you're reacting on the wounded child that's behind that and when you're connected on that psychological wounded child that just needs love and attention then you can all of a sudden explore wow where does it came from yeah. well you know like whoa okay i was way too angry for what you just did you just you know you le- you left a sock in the living room and i flipped at you <laughs> you know so then you become all of a sudden uh you hold space for 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 the wounded child and and from that place you can heal it you can you can talk to it you can heal it you can start to love it you can also start to love maybe the father or the mother that didn't give you love you know you can also understand it from their perspective and and all of a sudden the next time such a thing happened you notice in yourself whoa i know that did this would have pissed me off in a previous but now i'm just chill you know so yes, that's that's yes. that's i think big healing happening there psychological yeah. healing happening yes. there. You know? a really good point. and then in relationships like there's so much work you can do on your own when you're in a relationship you get triggered all the time so it's almost like the other person is there to help you grow the other person it's a mirror it's a reflection and you're like ah and then each other yeah. is a reflection of each other basically yeah yeah i really believe it's it's exactly why we attract certain people yeah, it's 100 exactly, exactly. Right? Ex- experience like Alex said at the beginning yeah yeah uh, it's almost like our wounds are the real attractors of our relationship <laughs> i, I that just came so up beautiful yeah <laughs> but it's true <laughs> <laughs> those crazy wounds inside me yes, yeah but, yes Okay, so you use two words that I want to go deeper into. You use the word, you opened up to my deepest self. So when we talk about relationships, whether you're in a relationship or you're looking for one, many people say like, oh, you're like closed up. Oh, you have this barrier. Oh, relax. You just need to open up. Yeah. I think many of us have been there. I've been there. It seems like you've been there. Yeah. How how do we open up to it? Uh, we start with breathing, I guess. So let's take when as soon as you feel a closing in your body, breathe. Breathe deeply. That's very physiological. Yes. But I think that's the first step. Um and after that um 
it's important because some of us can do it by ourselves and some of us cannot immediately do it by ourselves. And that's okay too. It's not that the other one is better. It's just like, it's a certain practice, you know, to really see emotions for example like i think we're getting out of it but still like it's it's hard for men to talk about emotions it was very hard for me to talk about emotions there were times that i was i wanted to talk about emotions but i didn't have the words for it so i was like i have just this feeling i have no clue how to describe it i don't know what the word for it is which makes it really hard you know it's like a language barrier almost i think there is even like a language barrier in the emotional landscape so it just feels like a weird blob and someone else can say ah oh, you have a mixture of disappointment and anger and sadness but but if you don't know how to call the weird blob it's just like i just feel uncomfortable this is a weird blob. yeah so i think it's breathing um as much as you can and literally using your body to open up um and for me it's always uh, what really helps is putting my intention from my head to my heart because and and i really imagine like a mini like a mini fill like this big like uh, two centimeters big taking an elevator in my brain and just going down <laughs> through my throat going down until i really i'm like okay i think i'm in my heart and then i stop and i step out and i just put my intention there. Um, I think that that's the first step. And for some of us, they can immediately talk about it. And for some of us, they need help and they need someone who is non-judgmental on the other side, yes. because if they feel judged, they, whoop, they clo close, close yes. back up. Okay. So, so let me build on that. But then let me now ask Ellie, because I think many stereotype but yes many women can relate when we say he doesn't talk about his emotions <laughs> mm -hmm. it is it is a common phrase let's say so how how do you read your partner such that you know if he's opening up or closing mm -hmm. so with Phil, I didn't have any problems because he's very open. His heart is very open and he's very aware of his emotions. I would say he was more aware of his emotions than I was aware for my emotions. Then he actually taught me a lot. So I was lucky in that part. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it is really easy for me to understand because both of us, I think, I'm also like that. We are really showing it in our behavior. You can just see it directly or we don't even wait until the other just understands from our behavior. We just communicate it and we say, hey, I am feeling like this and I need to talk. So and we always know how to call um a safe space so we we can always say hey i i am calling uh i need a talk i'm calling for a safe space and we will just hold space for each other and that is the thing but sometimes when we are more triggered <laughs> we are just 
we are still very aware of like we are triggered we are feeling not so well and we just say hey i want to talk i this is not well for me and yeah. that's it we just start to talk yes and that is super important because many times there's also a lot of taboo or myth about having the conversations you know like yes. the difficult conversations and yes. then you're like a simple ass we need to talk I would, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 a, like a big red, you know, like a oh no. But I, I would love to. I would. <laughs> I would love to add a little bit to what Elif said because for me the whole emotional intelligence piece is it was a very conscious choice. I was completely detached from my emotions. Um, I I I remember when I was twenty three and I was t thinking about empathy and I was like. I think I never felt empathy before and things like that. So it has been a five year journey for me to open up from no emotions to feeling a lot of emotions and being one with them. And my whole worldview changed like completely. And I, I, I think I was a very logical thinking person and men are naturally, not everyone, but generally uh, our left brain is more active than our right brain in men. And our left brain is most of the time very black white and um, very logical and very systematic, which is good, but there's no much, not much emotions. So when that brain is active, and there's one book that I still remember, it's the female brain. It's called the female brain. I really love the book. And it, it starts with an experiment and that experiment is from three-year-old, three-year-old boys, three-year-old girls. Mm -hmm. And what they found out in that experiment is that the girls that are three years old are 20 times more emotionally aware than boys when they're three. So what if we are adult, you know, where are you girls then? I think you're living in a completely different world and we, we, the, our, our senses, so what the girls were doing, they were constantly looking at the parents if they were allowed to do something. They were emotionally looking at the parents. What the boys were doing in that experiment, they were not even looking at the parent. They were just checking where the room was made of. They were kicking the table and see if it would fall or not. You, they would, you know, they were completely, uh, uh, and they're it's both so important. Both the emotional spectrum is important, but also that the boys are looking for, hey, what's this material? Hey, how? Where is this made of? Can I, can I construct this or destruct this? Can I make something else out of it? They're, they're both brilliant skills, and we have both of them. But you know, when we're three, the emotional brain is already twenty times more developed in women. So what? What if we are? 16 and we're in high school or what if we are 25 and we're in a in a bar or in a club or or just in a social situation you know the emotional cues that girls can pick up very easily boys are just completely blind we're completely blind and i was i was experiencing that complete emotional blindness and i needed to learn step by step what it felt and how to read cues and how to read the energy of the room and you know, I'm, and uh, I'm still learning. I still, I still think I've, I'm a big behind on uh, some of our, uh, yeah, some of the beautiful, um, emotionally aware women. So yeah, because it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing journey. Right. But so we all have that journey. 
so one answer to all the way to your question about uh, what what do we do you know when 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 women are a little bit complaining about their men they're not talking about their emotion one is they're just men and we're not wired like that it's a conscious decision to do to to become emotionally intelligent for a man it's not something that naturally happens so if you have a manly man and if you're attracted to manly men and i i'm already more feminine in my energy than most men you know if you're attracted to manly men that are just like straight they have direction they have their you know their muscles yes or no but at least they are clear they are grounded they have direction then you can uh, expect that they're not super aware of their emotions naturally and it's it, and and if you want to have your man more emotionally aware um you can talk with them of hey do you want to become less blind <laughs> i have this trick i have this trick i have, i have learned about this superpower that um, women have and men can have it too do you want to become less blind and see a whole different world and if if they say yes then you can talk to you can tell That's them like hey perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna add that I love okay. that. Okay, so <laughs> coming back to Valentine's, um, yes. I was saying Valentine's yes. is beautiful, but there's also a lot of pain around Valentine's because there's a lot of people who are lonely. It's not that you're single, it's people who feel lonely. Yes. So I want to expand on two topics. One is for all the people who are single, how do they attract someone mm -hmm. to create the relationship that they really want? And the other one is you touched on self-love before. So it's more on the how do you tap on self-love on those moments that you feel lonely, whether you are in a relationship or not. And they are yes. kind of like related the questions, even though it's two questions, Definitely. they are kind of related. Definitely. That's why I put them out, two of them together. Yes, yes. Um, that's so true. You can be in a big crowd. You can be uh, with a lot of friends. You can be with a partner and you, you may feel lonely. It is really not related with being alone. Um, but I think... Uh, this is really related with the heart again, heart energy, heart chakra. It's really related with all of this. And it is really, uh, it feels like when one is feeling that they are not enough on their own, they are not complete on their own, then they will start to feel that like loneliness, even if they are with a partner or without a partner. So they will feel like not being complete on their own. And it is a lot to do with the social coding, as I said before. And it is a lot with our, again, our pain, our wounds from the past. And I think the best way to um, find that ideal partner or just improve your relationships if you are with a partner, it is to bring your focus to heart energy, heart chakra energy. And as Phil said, it is really amazing. I was like, yes, like it is really important to breathing. Breathing is so important because air is the um, element of the heart chakra and breathing is really important to keep our breathing and heart open. So 
and it is so much related again feeling loneliness feeling disconnection feeling kind of a bloke with the uh, getting into intimacy or creating deeper connections it is all related with having a blocked heart chakra so if you work on the opening the heart chakra then you can also feel that opening up uh, feel that old bitterness is turning into something beautiful uh, getting in a balance so it is really important to do that work of being getting into balance yeah. i i have um one more thing okay. i think loneliness um in the in the deepest sense is is based on separation mm-hmm. and when we really look inside and when we when we uh, learn ab- about what we're made of we're not made of separation we're made of connection we're made we're made of we're all one you know we ha- we have heard that so so much time but also science have discovered i think in the 70s already that our deepest particles are not describing our atoms but are describing the connection between the atoms so our deep on our deepest level we are a description of connection so it's a it's a illusion that we're separate and if you can love that illusion for what it is i think separation is here to experience the ecstasy of unity to experience the ecstasy of union you know when you come out of a lonely period and all of a sudden you feel that connection again that's like whoa but if we were constantly connected all the time there the connection would be the dullest thing yeah <laughs> would be like, it, yeah right so there if we if we love loneliness for the illusion that it is and for the yeah. for the 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 beautiful feeling that it can give when connection is coming then all of a sudden the the burden is not so heavy it's it's not so much like a real thing anymore it's just a thing that is there to make this life experience a really awesome experience instead of a very dull one and it 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 shows us that when we feel connection it's like wow so to someone who feels lonely right now can you say to yourself i am lonely and i love that i am maybe not i am I feel lonely right now and I love that. Um and um and just sit with that for a while. <laughs> and it will trans it will transform. Yes. Because otherwise we are judging the feeling lonely and the more we judge yeah. it the more angsty we get it's like Argh. Right. Yes, funky. yes in the I heard in the in the Buddhist uh, yeah because you have a beautiful Buddha behind you like in the Buddhist religion um it's called clinging right there's just a there's just a floating cloud of loneliness but all of a sudden we cling with judgment we cling with extra thoughts we just like like a cloud just hey clouds come here i want to sit in this cloud <laughs> so yeah um so yeah love love it for what it is it will go away you are made of connection you're completely made of connection even science says so <laughs> yeah i do i haven't heard that before ah uh, yes so 
we were saying Valentine's, sometimes it's hard, but then of course Valentine's is beautiful. So as an amazing couple that you look, <laughs> what do you think has been the, what are the tips that you have for people to create that connection, to nurture that connection? Anything that yeah. you haven't discussed yet? Yes, yes. One uh, one thing that we did last year, and actually, if there's if there's time, we would love to do it for this podcast too. Uh, is we are we are creating meditations, and um, we created a meditation last year for Valentine. And after a couple months, people were calling us like, "What did you do in that meditation?" I went from nobody wants me to too many men are calling me. <laughs> what did you do, ladies? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we would love to uh, do a version of that, yeah, a new version, but um, we would love to do a version of that maybe when we at the end of this podcast. Um, but um, main thing is start to completely um, be with yourself like a really awesome friend, a, a really awesome friend. Try to try to be with yourself like that. Because with it yourself, feels all, not with the other yes. person, yes, with yourself, yes, 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 yes. Because sometimes the the person that fits you really well are is exact is already in front of you, and sometimes it cannot come in because you're too much wanting it. But if you just start to become a really best friend with yourself, that wanting goes away, and all of a sudden the space is open. A almost every awesome relationship I know. W happened spontaneously without the person um, wanting a relationship, yeah. and we also I didn't I didn't want a relationship. I actually was I was completely chilling with myself, and I had a very introvert year. I was not even planning to build a community or connect in 2020. I was completely let me oh, just be in my yeah. cave. Yes. Let me just be yes. in my cave. I I'm I need some healing. I need to process what just happened over the last 10 years. Let me just <laughs> be with me. Uh, and it happens all of the blue. And I think Elif has a similar experience and a lot of other relationship that works really well. They were not searching for it. So stop searching for it. Start to make yourself the best friend. That's my main that thing. Is, that is the key point because like we've all heard that like stop searching for a relationship, it will happen. And people are, or, or myself, like we're like, well, yeah, but it doesn't happen. But then the key is the second phrase. Stop chasing a relationship. Stop looking for a relationship. And that's the key bit. Become your best friend. Treat yourself like if you were your best friend. Definitely. Ellie, you were going to say. Yes. Definitely. Yes. I was going to say something similar because also before our relationship start, actually, I was just single for the last eight years. And first I was feeling like, oh my God, I just don't want to be with anyone. I don't trust men. And I was just <laughs> uh, in that space and I was like, I will just be free. And that is actually another version of a blocked heart. It is just like closing yourself, distrust, not feeling that uh, love and just, yeah, generalizing because of the wounds that I had. Then I just felt like I had a lot of relationships that were really on the surface level and I didn't feel the connection at all. Then I decided that I don't want any relationship uh, as long as I don't feel a connection. And 
then the point of the seeing through that I really needed to connect with myself first. I needed to see that what I am seeing as not enough in me, that I was feeling like, oh my God, there is no enough men, all the good men are taken, or, and I kind of gave up and I felt that chasing process and I also felt that gave up and I felt like there is no hope and I think I am the I am the person that just made I don't have any anyone that would fit me that that guy cannot be existing I was believing on all of this and I just wrote down all of these beliefs that what I believed and I just saw that hmm just when you Marissa Peer has a beautiful exercise when you just change that word if it's a guy for example there is no guy exist in the world or all of these sentences you just um, change the object to energy there is no enough energy in the world or there is um, I don't have any hopes that uh, energy exists that fits with me so it's it's really funny what she's using this exercise with money with men with everything <laughs> you can just use it and it was really funny when I just switched it because it is an energy that it is just you are an energy and you are attracting another energy that is in your frequency so when you just work on that just to see your beliefs that are limiting that you can just have the awareness of oh my god this is actually really ridiculous what I was believing and it is just shifting like this very quickly then so wait, wait, wait. Was, do shift, you have the, for example, let's use for example, there are no yes. men out there. And then you replace the word for men with energy. So yes. basically the, the sentence reads, there is no good energy out there. Yes. And then you go like, that doesn't make sense. This is, this is nonsense. <laughs> of course there are good energies. And of yeah. course there are enough energy for everyone in the world. Yeah, and then that's it. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to rewrite the statement in positive. You just basically replace the word and see how ridiculous it is what you've been telling yourself for all these years. Yes, because it starts to sound really funny and actually like a cartoonish when you change those objects in the sentence. Then you are coming to that point like, hmm okay maybe it is not true then it is easier to change your beliefs because when they sound non-true then it is easy to change and the second thing i think i did was just uh, change these beliefs with the ones that are working so i just wrote the opposite of what i was thinking and I did that exercise also. For example, there are enough men in the world. There is my soulmate exists and I will meet with them when it is the right time. And this is only just like a kind of a part. And it didn't happen like I didn't go into a camp of like finding my manifestation <laughs> or like my, finding my ideal partner. But it was just a process during that time. And... I really felt too cold to do this exercise and I did that. Then that really brought me to the point that I didn't feel um, complete inside myself before. And I said, let's change this. So why I don't feel complete in myself? 
So why I feel like I need the love of someone. So when I changed that, it was like all of that was just coming to the point that I really liked the love of myself for towards myself. Then I just started to give more love to myself, just notice my negative self-talks and forgive myself for all of this and forgive the people in my life. Just uh, I forgave my parents. I forgave all my uh, old relationships, all the men in my life. And all of that really released all of this, mm, mm, the heaviness in my shoulders that I felt before. So it really opens the heart. And after this, you already start to feel the harmony. And in your heart, you already start to feel like, oh my God, I'm so lighter than uh, right now, than before. And this is what I felt. And when I felt that, I even didn't look for a partner. I did, um, I did a um, manifestation exercise. And actually, our meditation that we will do is really based on that and very inspired by that. So I would like to give the credit. And it was from Regan Hillier. So she had a manifestation uh, for finding your ideal partner, a, me a meditation. And I just came to that like very randomly one day and I was like, hmm, I just feel calling to do this. So let me do that. And I did that meditation. And after the meditation, there was a beautiful exercise and I just wrote it down. So it was about journaling. And I just wrote a journal. And like, uh, it is a random day. And I am just very grateful for my relationship. And I am writing like on my journal. I'm like, dear universe, thank you so much for this man in my life. It is just so good. We are such a core rock stars. We are doing things for this world to make it better. And I love that he is so aware of his emotions. I love that he is such a sweetness. And I'm like, I'm just writing everything, just what I think, what I feel. And I'm so grateful just to have this relationship. I just wrote it down like that. And actually, like, I think a few months later, we met with Phil. So that was the last phase for me. But I really did it not because I was looking for a partner. I just did it because it just randomly came on my way and yeah. it, it felt really aligned so I felt did the calling you, to do that did you do that journaling like frequently or was just like a one-off once once I did it and I forgot it yes once and then let go of the attachment to having that result one thing that I want to add I didn't notice at all <laughs> and a half year after we were already, I, I don't know, a couple months after we were already traveling, she was saying like, oh, by the way, I did this, <laughs> did this oh. manifestation exercise. You have to look at my notes, what I did. And yeah. it was like scary. It was like scary what we were experiencing and what she wrote down on paper. And, you know, like what I was representing for her. I was like, whoa, this is, this is very, this is, this is, this is, this is, you really called me in here, you know, it's like, well, what is this? Yes. Was really that is awesome. super cool. Yes, so because, awesome. yeah, that was the day that I was just randomly going through my journal and I found the page and I'm like, oh my God, I manifested you. Ah. <laughs> 
So it seems like it's the perfect time to transition from a traditional podcast to then you having guiding us through the meditation. Yes. So it seems that rather than having the meditation and then closing the podcast, I'll basically say thank you guys for such an amazing podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I will leave you with this beautiful meditation such that when we finish and you finish listening then you can stay quietly and I don't interrupt you and say oh this is the end <laughs> so let's beautiful. do that um, before we get into it uh, Phil Elif it's been a pleasure having you at the show it's been a beautiful conversation tons of wisdom coming from the heart understanding man <laughs> like you know uh, <laughs> going for the how do we release all these negative emotions that are really stopping us from loving ourselves therefore being uh, in a beautiful relationship whether single or, or in a relationship so it's been amazing thank you so much it was thank so good you. to be here yes thank you very much it was amazing also and I'm very happy to flow into this meditation yes. now. I'll go One and mute, and then I'll let you, yes. I'll let you go take look, over. Look, yeah, if you, if you listen to this, Monica, you will you will have men all over you. So uh, look out. <laughs> so this is this is also um, a meditation for uh, people that want to better their relationships that are already in there. So it's not only for singles, it's also for people that want to better their relationship uh, and want to bring that energy into their life. So that's just something I would love to add before we start. So I think let's all get comfortable. I put some music underneath this and uh, we will attract your ideal relationship. As we get comfortable in our places, let's close the eyes and take a deep breath. And as you exhale, feel that everything is dropping, dropping, dropping. That doesn't belong to here and now. With your next inhale, feel the alignment in your heart, in your mind, body and soul. Feel that you are arriving, you are dropping into your heart deeply. With your next inhale, I want you to feel the gratitude for being present, for being here, for being in your body, 
taking this time for yourself. And from this place, I want you to feel your connection with the ground. Bringing your attention on the base of the spine on your tailbones and feeling that as you naturally breathe in and out you are growing beautiful golden roots going down 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 passing the ground passing the building passing the foundations of the building that you are in and reaching to the earth going deep deep down to the heart of mother earth and as you breathe in you can feel the love of the Mother Earth is filling you up, up, up into your whole system on a cellular level. And as you exhale, with your every exhale, you're just releasing whatever is not serving you, dropping all the stress, all the worries all the anxiety, everything that doesn't serve you is just melting away, flowing. You give it to the Mother Earth and she is taking it from you. As you do this, as you keep breathing in and out naturally, you are becoming in a deeper state of mind. Feeling the heaviness in your body, just a beautiful one. A sweet heaviness. The pull of gravity. Dropping your shoulders. Bringing you into your body and from this place that you bring the attention to your body I want you to feel all of your body from the sole of the feet to the top of your head and from here, bring the attention to your beautiful heart. bring the attention to your heart even more maybe you can bring one 
hand on your chest and touch to your heart, feeling the heartbeat. Feeling the peace and gratefulness for the heart, for beating, for giving you your breath, giving you everything, all the energy you need. As you breathe, with your focus on your heart, you can feel this heart energy is expanding with every breath. And from here, right now, I would like you to notice if you are holding any heaviness, any pain, any trapped emotion around your heart area. Just call in whatever comes is okay. Call in for any memory, any trapped emotion, anything that you're holding in your heart that feels like a pain in the heart, a heartache. Or if you cannot call anything specific, it's also okay. Just call if there is any negative energy to your heart. And as you feel this energy, I want you to give a color to this energy. Just feel it and give it a color. And here, we would like to release this energy with love and acceptance, with compassion, with harmony, with ease and grace. So, I will tell you an exercise and we can do it together in a minute. Just right now, as you feel this energy in your heart, I want you to just imagine that it's coming from your heart, from your chest, just in front of your heart, in the form of a light sphere, in the color that you gave to it. And right now, with one finger, maybe with your index finger you just try to turn this sphere of light in one direction 
in the direction of the clock clockwise and just feel it how easy to turn it in this direction and as you do this I want you to change the direction to the opposite to counterclockwise and also feel that how does it feel does it feel easier or harder than before and as we practice this I will want you to turn this sphere of light in the direction that is hardest for you to turn it the most resistant direction if it was most resistant in a clockwise turn it clockwise if it was most resistant counterclockwise start to turn it counterclockwise and as you turn it it feels hard in the beginning but we are not going to stop here because we are going to go ahead and just make it faster turn it faster 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 and as you turn it faster keep breathing deeply deeper and deeper and as you keep breathing deeply turn it faster 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 as you can feel that it is spinning so fast and now as it is turning very very fast we will just throw it to the skies and give it to the universe when I count from three to one so three you're turning it faster two you keep turning it and keep breathing deeply and one you just throw it away to the skies and give it to the universe with love and now just take a deep breath maybe right now you feel lighter you feel a release just feel what you feel and hold space for yourself with this cleansing of emotional traps or emotional blockages you just opened a beautiful space in your heart and now you are ready to receive a beautiful energy a refreshing new energy in your heart so let's get into another exercise 
to bring this beautiful energy. I want you to imagine a beautiful screen just in front of you. Just see it, feel it, know it, however you can experience it in the best way possible. And I want you to see yourself in this screen. If you are single, just seeing yourself having that divine, beautiful, conscious relationship in the screen, it is already in your life and you're already experiencing it. And if you are in a relationship, I want you to see yourself with your partner just having the best, best version, the ideal version of your relationship. So as you see this, ideal relationship, your ideal partner is just playing in the screen. You can feel what you feel. You can feel, see anywhere that you want to be or that you want to see with your partner, just experiencing your manifestation. The point is already feeling that feeling, already feeling the emotions, feeling the scene that you are seeing with your five senses. Feel the smells around you, see the colors around you, hear the voices, feel how a touch feels. Taste if you're tasting anything. Feel all of that, the emotions of the gratefulness, gratitude, the love, compassion, empathy, whatever you would like to experience as an emotion, just feel that. And as you see this in the screen, now I want you to go ahead and just turn this screen's brightness up, 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 up as the colors are becoming brighter and brighter and they are shining and you just bring it up 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 and you see right now everything looks almost cartoonish very very bright and as you see it is right now i want you to Go ahead and just bring it down. Just bring the brightness down, 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 down until you just see all the screen is totally dark. And now bring it back to its perfect, perfect arrangement as you have perfect brightness. And now, I want you to change the volume of the scene that you are seeing. Just go and open the volume up, 
up, up. Open it, open it until the end that it becomes so loud that you can hear everything more and more. And when it is on the highest volume, just go ahead and bring it down, 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 until you hear only a whisper. And now, go ahead and bring the volume on a perfect volume, as you hear everything perfectly in the scene. And now, I want you to imagine there is one more button there in your screen. And it is the button that is bringing, arranging the emotions. Emotions of gratitude, love, compassion, whatever you would like to experience. So I want you to go ahead and just bring those buttons of emotions up. Up, 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 as you feel, oh my God, so excited, feeling all of these emotions of love and harmony and gratitude, being in perfect alignment in yourself. And I want you to right now go and bring it even, double it, triple it bring it 10 times more just feel all of these emotions as you feel like you are swimming in these emotions wow you already have this manifestation in your life you are already experiencing an ideal relationship with your ideal partner Feel these feelings and breathe them in deeply. You know that this is already done and it is already there. Now, I want you to get a few steps away from the screen that you're seeing, feeling, knowing, experiencing. And I want you to take the screen and just throw it to the air. And as you do this, it is just transforming into a golden sphere of light in front of you. Coming just in front of you, this beautiful golden sphere and just take this golden sphere with your both hands and bring it through the top of your head let it just wash all of your energy field, all of your body let it just sit inside you let it just anchor in all of your cells on an atomic level all the emotions all the feelings are with you the embodiment 
of your manifestation, embodiment of this beautiful conscious relationship is already here, inside you, in your field. And it is manifesting as you just breathe in and out naturally. It is manifesting 24 hours, 7 days of the week. So let's bring gratitude for this. And say thank you universe, thank you divine. Thank you all beautiful angels. Thank you God. Thank you beyond. Thank you for bringing this manifestation into reality. And thank to yourself for embodying all of these. Thank to yourself for being enough, for being complete, for being in total love with yourself. And with this feeling of love and gratitude, let's just take a deep breath. And come back to our rooms, to our bodies. And whenever you feel ready, you can open your eyes. And let this magic unfold in your life. Thank you for listening to us and meditating with us. Namaste. Namaste.